Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we are heading north to the San Juan Islands for a bike touring episode of My Epic Adventure. This is where we chat with friends and colleagues about some of their most memorable trips. That's right, Vicky. And today, we are talking with our colleague, Christine DeLeon, business reporter here at The Oregonian, all about her summer tour on two wheels up in Washington. Christine, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. Christine, I am so excited to talk to you about your trip, mostly because I am interested in dipping my toes into bike touring, bike packing at some point one day. Um, so for anyone who maybe hasn't heard of the term before, can you tell us what exactly bike touring is? Bike touring is when you take everything that you need for a trip, strap it to your bike and go for an adventure. So cool. How long have you done this or when was your first bike touring trip? Oh, my first bike touring trip was a long time ago. I think it was 2012 or 2011 when I biked from Huntington Beach, California to Jacksonville, Florida. That's an intense first trip. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first time that I ever rode with paneers on my bike, and it was really heavy, and I was really wobbly, and I carried way too much in the beginning, and I started shedding stuff along the way after realizing like, oh, I probably will never get to this big 700 page book. <laughs> so I'd mail it back. I'd realize that I don't need to carry a whole week's worth of food because I'll pass by a town or some store along the way. It sounds so much like the kinds of preparations you make for backpacking. And I do know that bikepacking is, is a term that some people use. Um, and we talked a little bit before we started recording about bike touring versus bike packing, we can't really seem to find a real clear delineation of what those words mean. So, but do you use the word bike touring when you explain what it is you do? I kind of use them interchangeably. Yeah. It's, it sounds like either way you're, like you said at the beginning, you're packing all the stuff you need onto a bike and you're setting off onto the road or the trail or what have you. Yeah. I guess like when people say, they're bike packing. They refer to going on a trail that's not accessible by motorized vehicles. So you had that that first trip in 2011, a huge trip, it sounds like. What was inspiring you to do a bike touring trip of the San Juan Islands? Well, I, I've always wanted to check out the San 
Juan Islands. I've never been there. And I've heard from friends that who've bikepacked it or bike toured it. And I didn't, I thought like, well, I'm in the Pacific Northwest now. So this is my chance to, to go up there. And I also really like riding my bike. And it seemed like a cheap way to explore the San Juans. I remember the ferry tickets were really cheap compared to bringing a car. And when you leave Anacortes, it's like the main terminal for the ferries to the San Juans. So you buy a ticket to get to first island we went to was Lopez Island. And it was free to go between islands with a bike. And then it was also free to go back to Anacortes. Well, so Christine, I'm, I'm so curious about like the logistics of this trip. Um, I wonder if you could sort of take us through how long you had planned to do it. And then just things like, I mean, you know, I know you took the ferry um, and you took the bike around, but like, did you drive to the ferry and back? Did you get a ride? Like, what are the logistics of, of this whole bikepacking, bike touring trip? So I drove, I, so I went with my friend who's also a, a biking buddy. We bike the Seattle to Portland ride over the summer. And we kind of wanted to do the San Juan Islands as a way to train for that ride because it's like over 200 miles. Um, so we drove up to Anacortes from Portland and parked at the ferry and loaded up. It's You could park at the ferry terminal. It's safe. In terms of planning, so we had to choose which islands to go to. I can't remember how many islands there are, but we went to three. And um, so we decided to do Lopez first. I think it's because it's the closest to Anacortes um, among the three that we wanted to visit. And it was also going to be the easiest. And so we went there first. We looked up camp spots. They're kind of limited, so you have to plan like at least a month in advance. And so we went to Lopez Island and then San Juan Island and then Orcas. Those were the three that we like set off to do. That's awesome. How did you decide like how many days you would spend on each island and what did the mileage look like for each of the islands? So the number of days that we decided to do this in just depended on like our schedules with work. We did it in four and a half days. Well, so we spent at least a day in each island. And as for mileage, we planned it around what would be a good loop. So for Lopez, I, we biked pretty much the perimeter of the island. It's it's really small. And I think it was around 20 to 30, 25 to 30. And for San Juan, we didn't do the whole perimeter, but we did the top half. So in San Juan, the campsite that we went to, it's San Juan County Park, which I highly recommend because you could see Canada across the way. And so we took half a day to bike to the other side of that island where the camp spot was. And then we biked the southern like part of the loop the next day and went to Friday Harbor. And then for Orcas Island, we our plan was just to bike to the top of Mount Moran. And we went back. Well, it's obviously such a beautiful place. I mean, I... I love the San Juans. It's one of my favorite spots. I mean, I, as you're talking, I'm having flashbacks to like the ferry ride and to like the county park and to Mount Moran and all these places. Was it just a phenomenally beautiful time for you there? 
Oh, yeah. It was like super pretty. Weather was great. It was pretty warm. People are super friendly. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see any whales on a ferry ride over to any of the islands, but we were looking out for them. The summer months could be pretty busy, but it wasn't too bad. I think San Juan Island gets pretty crowded or pretty busy. And so we made sure to do that during the week or on a weekday before all the tourists or families go for the weekend. And Orcas Island was a little busier, but then the weather wasn't as great. So the roads were were too packed. And, And the state park that we biked around, it wasn't that bad. And what month was this? June. So like early mid-June. And what was the weather like? Did you get rained on at all or was it pretty clear? It was pretty clear for most of the trip. Like Lopez Island was all sunny. San Juan Island was super sunny and clear. And then we got to Orcas Island and it was cold and rainy, especially at the top of the mountain. (laughs) Did you do like any special preparation or planning? I I have to imagine like you've got to think about like weather gear or, you know, bike parts. I'm not a bike person. I don't know. But like, what do you need to like bring or prepare specifically for like a bike touring trip? Yeah. Well, so I made sure to have some tools and extra tubes, like a portable pump for the tires, some patch kits, and just the basics for bike maintenance. And I made sure that I cleaned my bike before the trip because it had a bunch of gunk on it. So I cleaned out the chains and made sure my my brakes were working. And what specific bike do you need for bike touring or bike packing? So I used a gravel bike. Some people have like five bikes. I just have a gravel bike and a road bike and I decided to use my gravel bike because it's a steel steel frame and I could load it with a more weight than like my aluminum road bike. But you want to have a sturdy bike if you're going to carry a lot of weight. And my friend carried also, it's like a cross-track bike, also steel frame. And he needed to have a sturdy bike because he was hauling a 65-pound dog. Uh, yeah. I can't believe we've gotten this this far without talking about the dog. <laughs> Tell us everything you can about the dog on this trip. So it's a cute dog. It's a bull terrier. He bought one of those burly trailers that you could put a pet in or or kid. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm imagining one of those rigs that like people have their child in the back, but I'm sure they make ones specifically for dogs. Yeah, I think this was the pet version. <laughs> what was this dog's name? Fritz Augustus Heinze. And so he goes by Augie. Okay. Naturally. And then when he's older, he'll go by Fritz. But he's named after a Montana Copper King. And the friend that I went biking with is a friend who is also from Montana. I lived in Montana before I came here. My gosh, that's that's great. So Augie, so your friend is is pulling Augie behind in one of these pet carriers, various speeds, um, various situations. You're biking also there. and you're you're going through the San Juan Islands, all these beautiful places. I, I wonder. I mean, when you think back to this trip now, is there a certain image or place or moment that really comes to mind that you that you remember very fondly? Yeah, um, I guess like the f- first image that comes to mind is the views from the San Juan County Park, like that campsite, because it was just really pretty. The park is like right on the coast. 
you're on this bluff and you have a really pretty view of uh, the coastline and Victoria Island across the way. And there's these giant rocks that just stick out from the ocean and it's super pretty. And the sunset was amazing. Oh my gosh, I bet. Such a beautiful, beautiful part of the country. There's like such good wildlife. I know you said you didn't see any whales. Did you see like any other cool creatures along the way? We saw a couple foxes, or is it fox? What's the plural for fox? Foxes sounds right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's so San Juan County Park, it's really cool if you camp there. They have these uh, storage lockers because there's a lot of fo- foxes <laughs> and they can steal your food. And What's cool about these storage lockers is that they have, um, you could charge your phone overnight. Ah. Um, there's, and they're like right in your campsite. So you don't really have to bring a padlock, but yeah, you could put all your food or anything that animals might want to eat or, or chew on. Do they call them fox boxes? Oh, that's a good question <laughs> because i'm just i'm just a free <laughs> advice to san juan county park free marketing tips right here. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're there since you are traveling by bike do you have time to like stop and do other stuff or are you just more focused on like biking getting to the next place we took our time like trying to explore the island like so lopez island was pretty small and so we went for a hike in, it was called like the Shark Cove. And it's like a cove where you could, I guess, see some sharks when they're around. So we took a little hike around there. And in San Juan Island, there's this art park. It's really cool. It's right next to a resort. So just before you get into the road that goes to the resort on a coast um, and it's free or they encourage donations. So we, we donated some money. And what's cool is that it's all art pieces that people in the community had built. And so one area of the this art park is a woods and there's I don't know, some creepy dolls or <laughs> some statues and they're like made out of like old car parts or chairs or just random metals. And then a lot of the art pieces have poetry. And that's like another thing I did notice in the islands is that there you would find like poems next to signs for things all over the park. I don't know if you remember that, Jamie, when you were there. I don't, but I love that. That's so cool. I love a poetic community. That's really fun. Um, I know there, I do remember eating a lot of really good food on San Juan Island, particularly. Um, Were you like eating at the campground or did you get a chance to go to any restaurants while you were there? Yeah, we went to a brewery in San Juan Island, like before we started heading out to the county park. I think it was called San Juan Island Brewing Company. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I've I I've been there a couple of times. I seem to remember they have got like a really nice, um, uh, nice kind of inside pub area with like big open windows and doors and stuff. If, if I remember correctly, does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty open. It's dog friendly, so you could 
go go eat outside with your dog and the dog can run around the grass area because it's they do have that big grassy patch great news for Augie getting a chance to yeah. uh, run around it at his own pace perhaps yeah what's really funny about bull terriers is that when they lay down their legs are kind of like doing the splits <laughs> so and he like drags his his back legs with his front legs and so he did that a lot on the grass oh so sweet <laughs> uh christine i have to ask did you end up getting any flats on this trip no i did not get a, a single flat which was amazing love that i i was surprised but i came prepared for it anything that you learned from this trip if you were to do it again or give advice to someone who wants to do this trip i would say probably spend more time planning out the routes or and also places to check out. I, I guess we kind of cobbled it together at the last minute. Sometimes great adventures happen that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a balance to be struck, certainly. Yeah, I guess it's like you didn't want to plan too much and then, or d plan big miles and then end up not being able to complete them. And so we just wanted to make sure we could hit like a, a safe mileage so that we could, well, not be so disappointed and like have realistic plans for, based on like the ferry schedules. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a great time. Um, I'm curious, what's your next bike touring adventure? What are you, what are you scheming up? Ooh. So next summer, I'm hoping that I could bike the Oregon Outback Trail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It starts in, it's in Eastern Oregon, and I think it goes through along most of the length of the state north to south. Yeah, a little, a little bit of a different kind of scenery out there than in the San Juan Islands, to be sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I usually try to find areas that don't have a lot of car traffic because that can be a little tricky or, or dangerous. Did you feel like your trip to the San Juan Islands did, in fact, help you prep for uh, Seattle to Portland? Yeah. Um, it made us realize that, oh, we need to do way more training. But it was a good <laughs> preparation. It kind of, like, we also didn't start training for that as much until, like, the month before. And so it was a great way to kick it off. But I think my friend got more of like the training because he was hauling a 65 pound dog. So <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> if anyone yeah. needs more training, just get yourself an Augie and one of those pet carriers and you can build up some strength in no time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was great in the San Juan Islands because it, it does get pretty hilly. And so it's great. I highly recommend bringing an Augie and biking up uphill. Oh my gosh. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on today and talking to us all about this trip. It sounds super fun and inspiring. And I hope some people follow in your, uh, I was going to say footsteps, but I guess it'd be more like tire tracks. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as hereisoregon.com. 
please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show is produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.